boobies. You like boobies. Vicky likes boobies. You're tacky and I hate you. Now are there any damn questions? Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? nice fish you know big fucking eyes but a nice fucking fish proceed <laughs> i don't even know what show we're doing it's the one above all i just said it i couldn't hear anything all i hear is clickety clackety click come on <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, topic tube, sir. No statement to us and I were <laughs> off to a great fucking start. We're yeah, all irritated with each other. <laughs> so yeah, we're nerdy every time I go to talk to her place. Off now. All right, cool. Nerdies. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm hey, Justin. I'm Kyle. I I actually want to do a who's who based on what we were just talking about before. I don't think we've ever done an Umbrella what? Academy who's who. Scheduling. Sure. No, oh no, no, Umbrella Academy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm Mike. I'd have to say out of our group, I'm the Luther, constantly trying to prove I can be a leader. Well, being undermined by our number five. Justin. Yeah. Uh, maybe not for all the same reasons as in the show, but I'd have to say our next group member is definitely our Klaus. Me? Yeah. That's fair. Right? Take care. Yeah, you're shocked at first, but then you think about it for a half second. I thought you were going to give me Ben, but that's okay. No. Nah. No, nah, let's come up down the road. Our Diego, our wild card. <laughs> Vinny, there we are. Can, can I just say something real quick? I feel like I'm Justin's five to his one. Yes, I can see that dynamic. Not in the broader group sense, but yeah, that yeah. one fits. Yeah, can't argue with that. You're the sucks man to Bumbaku to my dungeon master. What did you say? I only heard. Uh, you only heard sucks man tube. <laughs> This is going to be a great birthday present. And uh, <laughs> our Ben, did you watch the show? Nope. You've never oh, watched okay. Umbrella Academy? Nope. Dude, what the fuck? Dude, can, we, just, can we harass him for a second? Yes. Doesn't like Umbrella Academy. Doesn't like Dances with Wolves. I never said I didn't like Dances with Wolves. shit. <laughs> I've, I've just never watched Umbrella uh, I didn't say I didn't you like it. You can't even it. say it, dude. I never watched it. I think you're so disheveled. Umbrella I'm disheveled Academy. for you. <laughs> I'm just never, but I've never said I don't like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, you did. many times. It just didn't just belong on my list. list. Yeah, you did, dude. You, you fucking made the line of the sand, you Judas. <laughs> 
Oh, that's anti-Semitic. Yeah. Tonka. <laughs> read, read the room. Is it? Not if I didn't know that. So, therefore, bug life. <laughs> that's what Pontius Pilate said after he washed his hands. Joe, I'm very... I'm, I'm a little thrown off that you've never watched Umbrella Academy. No, we've only we really only watched like two shows on Netflix. Stranger Things and Great British Baking Show. Yeah, fucking kidding me. Yeah, Dude, that's I so love wait, that. you you guys never watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? No. Uh, Cobra Kai. I've heard good things Cobra about Kai? that. No, okay, three things. Cobra okay. Kai. Dude, watch watch Sabrina. It's a fantastic show. Also, watch the fucking Umbrella Academy. It's great. I, like, I've heard really good things about them. Like, I've heard good things. It's just... You never watched Black Mirrors? I, we watched, like, two episodes. I hate society after oh, Black, watching that show. Black Mirrors, you chill. Oh, you hate society because of that show? It's not because you've turned on the news in, like, the last 48 hours? I, my news is... Because I follow... I do Google News. So, my news is catered to my likes. Oh, so... Like you're living in the algorithm. Yeah, I don't care because I when I turn on my news, I want to see Disney stuff, nerd stuff, stuff about things I can't talk about, uh, baseball news, and how much my football team sucks. Nothing about your homeland getting fucked up and shit and all that crap. And... Um, there's a little bit of that, okay. but because that's everywhere. Yeah, oh, I know. But like, I like to if I want to see the news, I want to be like, hey. I want good news. That's what I want. I want good news because bad news is everywhere. So I just want to read good news. Good luck. Rainbow blinders on. I don't care. It gets me through my crazy ass day. Joey Fancy. <laughs> Sad. How was everyone's last seven days or so? Uh, it was fine. You know, uh, it's not like I didn't anticipate someone fucking up a schedule somehow. Because you know, that's like. Every week. Be honest. Yes. Since your brain was like 99% sure it was going to happen. Yeah. What percentage of it was that it was going to happen because of me? 90%. 90? 90? Dude. Yeah. 90% you. Absolutely. Nine. No, you know what? No. I'll go 60% you. 60. Okay. Then I will do... 35% Pravdo. <laughs> and okay. Wait. Oh, wait, never mind. And 5%. Based on recent events? Yeah. Yeah. And 5% Vinny. Nice. Absolutely. It will, it will never be fucking me and Mike. Nice. More reason I'm number five. Go ahead. What? For <laughs> the reason why I'm number five. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> um. <clears throat> other than that, you know, just hopefully winning the lottery so I can put you all on a fucking payroll, and then there's no excuses whatsoever. Oh, there would still be excuses. No, there wouldn't. You'd be under contract. Yeah, I would save up all of my vacation time to just use. First off, no, you wouldn't, because you miss work. Yeah, all, you miss work all the time. So no, I don't. I miss work for the girls all the time. That's what I'm which saying. Is always like last so minute. that would eat up your shit. Mike's nodding along. That's how you know I'm right. 
Just because it's a reason that's not frivolous doesn't mean you're not missing the work. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Just I don't think you're frivolous, Kyle. I think you're a very sweet man. I didn't say Kyle wasn't a sweet man. The problem is, is Kyle's too sweet sometimes. Regardless of what Justin says, Kyle, just you're like, nice. Just like how you're 98% too fucking annoying for most people in life. Megan is a thing of annoying. She said yes. Yes, yeah, it, it was. That's a lifetime type <laughs> shit, dude. You, you're, you're her type of annoying. You also had what, like nine years of warming her up. Yeah, uh, going on eight. Warming <laughs> up or breaking Break. down? There you go. <clears throat> yeah, I've known her for fifteen years. I will absolutely give Kyle this though. Kyle's usually not nearly as last minute as Pravdo is. Can you also give Kyle the fact that it's never Kyle making a double plan himself? No, I I blame both of you. I blame both of you equally because your communication is fucking shit. This, well, first of all, it always has been. It probably always will be. First of all, it is my fault for not putting a date in the calendar that you mentioned to me without actually finalizing the date three months ago. But. <clears throat> But it's her fault for not actually setting up the Google Calendar for like two years. I'm getting weirded out by Snidely Whiplash over here screwing with his mustache. Yes. <laughs> I, but I, I, even though it's a failed system, I appreciate that you have calendars on like some people. <clears throat> Pravdo. I have like eight calendars. So, so this is the funny thing, right? Because it's it's been like a couple. It's been a long time. Like two years might be an exaggeration, but it's definitely been over a year yeah. that I've been waiting for her to, but I think it is pretty close to two years. Yeah. And, uh, she, she finally came out and said, like, I don't know how to join the calendars. And so it took me two minutes to Google it, find the answer and send it to her to email her the link. And it took her about five minutes to set it up. Vinny is dying. Make it bit over I timed out a mouth fart. Child, how does she react to something like that? Does she laugh or does she shake her head? She absolutely rolls her eyes. She charged me do one of these. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, that's a good response. She laughed. She she gets it. Farts are funny universally. This trip is funny. Fart always equals funny. Yes. Uh. Let's see, what else? Oh, uh, you know, my mother-in-law. I just wish untimely smelting accidents would happen. More of this shit? It's just always the same. She, she, Let me talk to you for a second. She, I watch uh, Sopranos now. I can tell you something about something. Have a full up a wagon or something. She right? absolutely fucked me on my electric bill. How is that possible? Yeah. Glad you asked. So, as you know, we have solar panels. Yeah. Which which means we always have a credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can call the electric company and have them cash out that credit. Which someone did. Without without telling anybody. So when a $200 plus bill popped in my mailbox the other day, I was like, Hmm. She did this right before the seven-day rainstorm where you got no solar energy. 
Oh, right before it's also due right before. I was before, gonna say we are on video. Right before I leave for vacation next week. Oh, how has this been addressed? Angrily. Okay. I bet. Not so, effectively, just angrily. The, the way I normally handle things. Yeah, but there hasn't been an outcome, a positive outcome to it. It's just you. Well, it wasn't. So, it, interestingly enough, <clears throat> the electric companies also very much at fault here she didn't drain the whole thing she took part of it but they removed my entire credit and they did not give her the other part of the credit so magically a hundred dollars in credit is missing okay it's a group effort and fucking up yeah so who's your solar through uh my solar is through i don't even fucking remember off the top of my head but I have AC electric. Yeah, that, it doesn't matter who installed them, It doesn't right? matter, You're no. You're dealing with the electric company. Yeah. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be straightening that out, because if you think I'm paying a fucking bill now, after they snaked money, you got another fucking thing coming. Did I tell you guys about my customer service snafu recently? Involving my uh, PlayStation Visa card? No. No. Once again, my shit got snagged. Oh. My card. But because I'm so inretentive with this card, I literally pay it off every two days. The day $810 got spent at Bass Pro Shop. That's right. You frequent that so often. Every fucking never. I've only (laughs) ever been in one once, and I spent the entire time talking to my mom like, don't don't do that timeshare. Don't do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, fine. Your call. But you're so but outdoorsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Mr. Roughing It. <laughs> well, I used to be Mr. Roughing It, but it's been a while. Hey. Um, so yeah, the second it went through, essentially, like the next day, I saw I went in there, called up my my uh, call up Comenity Bank or called up play whoever I had to, whatever the number was, called them and said, "Hey, uh, didn't make that charge. I'm gonna need you to squash that chart, squash that shipment." Uh, turn off that card and send me a new one. Okay, said this woman in India. And did pretty much all that. And was supposed to start the investigation. I was told it will take about 90 days for the money to get back in my account. I was told that the second time I called, after like a month and a half, two months, like, why hasn't this gone away? What's going on? Oh, it's going to take a while. So yeah, you know, I figure another month and a half. And then I get something in the mail from them that they need proof from me some whatever letter some kind of written proof about my end of the deal i have no written proof i on the day i saw this charge was done i called you guys and said deal with it they told me to call brass bass pro shop too i talked to them on the same day and were like yo don't ship this thing out okay thank you very much uh so i get this letter from them last week Call them up and like, hey guys, what the fuck could I possibly send you? I have literally no paperwork on this. Oh, okay. Clickety clackety clickety clack. Oh, that was put through as a double charge, not a fraudulent charge. They don't back, they don't realize, they can't just, you know, see that only one charge was there. They can't see that on the day that I started this double charge, I had them cancel my card and issue me a new one. Like, the moment that happened, and I said fraud multiple times to that woman. I said fraud multiple times to the woman that I talked to checking out the month and a half later. 
I said fraud till my friggin' face was red. And multiple people put in the wrong information. And all this stuff is always recorded. Yes. For quality and assurance purposes. <laughs> Hold that multiple times. I, I learned that, and I learned that the PlayStation Visa card has the most annoying hold music ever. Because, you know, usually the hold music is a loop of, like, a minute or so. Mm-hmm. 15 seconds. Like worse a, than Comcast's? It's a 15-second loop. Granted, it's relaxing, but anything becomes annoying when you hear it every 15 seconds. I want to uh, suck your dick would become annoying if I heard it every 15 seconds. I don't know about it. at ts <laughs> is pretty, pretty bad, too. Yeah. But Comcast, I think, still takes the cake. Uh, that's a that's a missed opportunity. Like, how is the PlayStation people not like? Why is it? How's it not game music? It should be something like that. Like the music from Horizon is beautiful. It's fucking branding, bro. Yeah, play one of those tracks. Any but one of them. It's the bank, right? It's whatever the okay. bank you're calling. Listen. I don't know if it's them. It might be them, and it's just they have a specific uh, group to call for the PlayStation. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But even then, the, it, use it. It's great uh-huh. music. But it's amazing how quickly these things get taken care of once the proper information has been clickety-clacked into a oh, fucking yeah. computer. Because I took care of that last Wednesday, and we had a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. It was already out by today. Yeah. It was already taken care of. I have a negative credit. And that doesn't mess with your your, cre- your credit or anything? No. no. Okay, I got good. all of the interests reimbursed to me. Nice. And that's why I have like eight bucks. Well, I had eight bucks. Today was comic day. So, yeah. Uh, that got taken care of. It's, uh, great track. It makes you appreciate the people that are really, really, really good. <laughs> Because there's a lot of shit people that answer phones that don't know a thing, and they fuck up very easy shit. I don't, I don't want to come off wrong in this way, but the two initial people I talked to were obviously not in this country, and they were obviously not using English as their first language. When I finally talked to someone who does use English as their first language, shit got taken care of right away. Another reason outsourcing is not helping the customer at all. No. I will step down from my soapbox. Thank you. We went pumpkin picking. Today? Oh, you, no. you guys actually did something involving the holiday of the month you're in? Well, yesterday we went pumpkin picking. Um, Beth got some really cool pumpkins, because we like weird pumpkins, so Beth got like a, an array of weird pumpkins. Um, what kind of shape? You can't just say weird. I need some explanation. Uh, warty ones, gourds, different colors, blue, yellow. Even pumpkins with chicken pox. Little hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. So it looks cool. Um, then we went to HomeSense and bought some Christmas stuff. Fucking people. It's awesome. We walked in because Beth wanted to get a she, – she wants to do this Madame Leota seance table for um, – Christmas? Out Christmas? So she wanted a spell book, one of those like fake spell books. So we go to Home Sense and we see yeah, those like wooden mm-hmm. Christmas and light up things. Could we, could, we see it? We're like, that's us. That's what we're going to, you know, we're like, that's what we're going to get that. But we got the spell book too. And then we walked over to Home Goods and we saw the Big Mother. It's Do you cool. guys? It's got a Christmas. Yeah. Do you guys watch like 
Christmas specials year round and like it's like porn for you two. We love Christmas. You you're just like you wanna watch the Santa Claus again? Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Is there a really good mistletoe hanging in your house that you fuck under? <laughs> no. No. Right now there's no Christmas uh, actually no the, the... No, the Haunted Mansion Hallmark stuff technically is Christmas, but we have it set up for Halloween. I'll give it a pass. It is Halloween related. Yeah. Right now we don't have anything set up for Christmas, but November 1st hits, it's Christmas. Fucking, I can't. Nope, we have... I actually just, we went to Lowe's and we bought... Uh, one of the hanging uh, Mickey-shaped ornaments that you hang from a tree. It's a big one uh, that lights up for outside, and we bought uh, the stacked Christmas ornaments that lights up. And then I have to put together the Mickey Joy because the base for the one we bought sucks. So I have to put it. I have to actually make a base for it. We love it. It's fun. Yeah, Christmas is fun uh, when it's time. I will not stand for this war on Halloween anymore. I'm glad you brought that up. I have a story for you. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't even going to put it in the news. But they, they're they shutting down one of New Jersey's top trick-or-treat streets. Fine. Thompson Street in Bordertown. Police say they're worried about safety, so they're shutting down one of New Jersey's best trick-or-treat streets. How do you, like, not allowing people to walk on the street yes. on the 31st? Like, yeah. That's about as disconcerting as martial law. That's what bordering is it, ghetto? martial law. I guess. It doesn't look ghetto. It looks pretty nice. And why? Because there's a war on Halloween. There's absolutely a war on Halloween. I was joking before, but they don't want it. They, they really is. I believe the hard right doesn't want it as... As a holiday, I don't like. Do you remember Halloween? Well, I'm sure on the Halloween show we'll get into this, but like Halloween when we were kids, so much different than it is now. Yeah, my nephew when he goes out trick or treating, like he goes to like one neighborhood and then calls it quits. Yeah. Oh no, we were out for hours. Regard, it didn't matter if it was a school night or a fucking weekend. (gasps) Halloween got better in our later teens because someone had a car. That sure. man, you did your neighborhood, and mm-hmm. then when that person with the car came around, you hopped in theirs and went to whatever the best neighborhood was. Uh, yeah, you go Look, towns. Yeah, you you did multiple neighborhoods. It was you would have to ask, is it too late? Is like nine o'clock too late? Well, they have their lights on. Yeah, well, they just have a tray sit now. Snatch it. But yeah. you have enough candy to last you into like almost the next Halloween. Just saying, there's a war on it. I agree it was with important. It was the primer for Christmas. It wasn't just the obstacle to Christmas. It was the salad course. And then you had your pasta course with Thanksgiving. And then the main course. The main it was the aperitif. It was yeah. the amuse-douche yeah. of the holidays. Now they're giving it the amuse-douche. Yeah. Good show name. Thank you. Do you think that you're skipping from COVID? Do you're just skipping from COVID really? No, this it it, it. this started falling apart. Um, I'd say right around the time James was born. Yeah, there have been. 
a handful of blows to the, the holidays, and they've been big, significant ones. The first one was the year they had to take it off because of Sandy. Now, that's not a nationwide thing. That's the right. Thing, but it definitely right. hurt. I remember a lot of kids that time were pissed off. Even, pissed even off before for then, James was, I mean, I'm talking like before he was born, maybe my second or third year in culinary school was like when I noticed like a huge drop off. It's when it's when kids really stopped fucking going outside. In mass, like we all used to. Yeah. When technology when technology started become uh started to become way more accessible. So like around the invention of I iPods and shit. Oh like seven. Oh seven the iPhone dropped, so yeah, yeah, a lot a lot easier for kids to yeah. stare at screen. Also, with these trunk or treat things, I've kind of yeah, put a damper on it. Yeah, that shit fucked everything. Mm-hmm. I can't stand trunk or treat. It's like no, no. Well, you have like um, people that are super, they're still super COVID conscious, and like they kind of don't want to see but, the light of day. Have their kids go see the light of day. Trunk or treat started way before then, though. It's like an over the pants hand job. Um, well, now it's like just it's all just enhanced. Like just people don't want to. Everyone's like a kidnapper, serial killer. Listen, the world's terrible, but like, go go be a parent and walk with your kid. But yeah, trunk yeah. or treat, yeah. trunk or treat is an over the pants hand job while wearing a fucking condom. What kind of pants though? Are we talking denim, like those silk sweatpants? I have, like these silk sweatpants. If I get an OB, fucking OBJ. fucking Levi five hundred ones, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, put the smock on on top. Yeah. Of it. So, yes, Kyle. So as, I mean, I'm just catching the end of this discussion, but as someone who's inevitably going into their third year of doing trunk or treats, I I, I obviously agree with you because it is like one of the biggest reasons why that and the fact that a lot of people don't decorate anymore, which I think means like. Kids will just not it's go because, down the street if they don't see decorations on the end of it. It's because people don't want to hand out candy. Right. But I mean, between that and trunk or treats for like people not really feeling like they need to travel as far around the neighborhood because they're getting enough candy already. Like there's never enough candy. Yeah, there was never can, enough as a kid. Mm-hmm. But so, so that's, that's my thing though. Like I honestly, even as a parent though, I don't get it. Like to me, Right, a trunk or treat is just like a bonus thing. It's like a bonus way for your kid to get to wear their costume another time mm-hmm. and, and like get extra shit. It's does. It's not like it's not like a replacement to regular trick or treating. But I, I do know a lot of people that feel that way. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's what's wrong. It's the people who go, oh. You know, you, you you did trunk or treat. You don't have to go trick or treating. So we're gonna not let you have, let you have that fun. Those were those were the fucks that were scared shitless as kids, and like, you know, the decorations scared them, and the older kids in costumes scared them, and they're like, oh, I don't want to, I'm gonna trick or treat for the choke so, of my car. But so, so like, I I understand like why they feel that way though. Fuck but, like. I just can't bring myself to ever become that. Like, good. I get, I get the, I get, well, I get the, well, because if you think about it, right, like, 
certain areas have Halloween like on different days or whatever, but like not here. Like here, Halloween is the 31st. Yeah, here Halloween is the 31st and you go trick-or-treating on the 31st. And like, I live in an HOA. Well, actually, it's the whole township, right, Justin? That there's like a trick-or-treating time limit. There is a time limit. Like it's supposed to end at like 9 o'clock. Really? It's fucking disheartening. But 9's not bad. Yeah, but to have it, yeah, it's like six p.m. to nine p.m. or five p.m. to nine p.m. Five, five, five to nine. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. <laughs> people at three. That's what it. But that's like what it, th- yeah. But like, if you think about it, right? Like, it's a lot easier for parents to like, because Halloween's usually on a weekday. It's a lot easier for parents to just take their kids on like a Saturday or a Sunday to a trunk or treat. And only have to do it for like an hour because there's only X number of cars, and then once they're done, they're done. Yeah, but That's but it but it being right but it being easy for the parents, not the fucking. Like it was, it's yeah. easy for a parent to buy two fucking Christmas presents and say, "Ah, oh, this is how much Santa does for you." But look at your house. The whole fucking living room is covered with shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, our house is like a really bad example. One <laughs> for like how to manage finances in the household, but also two, like. <laughs> How to how to show restraint when it comes to things you do for your children, like both of those, like we're not good for either of those. Like, I, we we agreed after last year that Zach's gonna get presents, but from now on, James will get like a game, an outfit. But the big thing is, we take a we take a trip every year. Especially now with me being a travel agent, I get better deals, and we can go wherever the fuck we want. But like. I have to ask you a question about uh, travel things. Okay. Question. Yeah. Um, do you do international? Wait. Go first. <laughs> you buy him Hess trucks and then just put him in the attic and say, "Well, good luck, kid." Uh, we have all the Hess trucks from when I got my first one. They're, That's they're, in the, they're in the they're in the crawl space here. Good luck getting rid of those. Some of them are worth like two hundred bucks a piece. For reals? Mm-hmm. Well, like forty-year-old ones, yeah. 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 They no, are. no, no. Anything from there's 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 runs from the nineties all the way up to like ninety-eight. They're worth like well, two two fifty a piece. When they were still fire trucks, remember all that? And, and then like the first ones when it had like the little Delorean thing in the back. Yeah. I remember that one. They're constantly figuring out new things to do with it because it's getting stale. They're gonna have a Hess freaking helicarrier soon. I guarantee you. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Vin. Do you have a follow-up to that? I don't or? know where any of mine went, to be honest with you. I remember I got them every year for like 10 that, years. That was one I, of our presents every year. I, I've never seen them to this day. They're probably at, uh, I mean, they, they're not they're not at Nanny's now. She doesn't have anything. But no, your she, mom... She gave, away, she gave away my house trucks, too. <laughs> probably. She gave away my fucking Sword of Omens. Yeah. No shame. She's just like, ah... They don't need it. And it's not about It's just like the time my mom sold my Luke Skywalker with the fucking pan thing. Uh, the rare one? Yeah, I had uh-huh. it. Yeah. Uh, it was out of box, but it's still, I had it. It still counts. I don't know. Uh, don't Joe. That, Joe, what were you going to ask about travel? Do you do, like, international travel? Yeah, Joe. I'm currently booking my pain-in-the-ball sister and brother-in-law's European vacation. Yeah, don't you remember that story? They yeah. changed it to a much more uh, pleasurable 
month ago. Thanks to so, thanks to Lee. Germany, Italy, though, right? I think they're just sticking to northern uh, Europe now. But thanks to Dawn and Lee, my adopted brother from England, who absolutely, at their rehearsal, were like, why the fuck would you want to go in March? Oh, people who have actually been to other parts of Europe and know what they're talking about? You know, the ones that live in England, yeah. Uh, they're just like, it's miserable. It's a miserable time around there. Don't go. And they're like, okay, uh, I think we could do June. And they're like, oh, June's lovely. Thanks, Dawn and Lee. But yes, Joe, I, I can get you anywhere around the world. We're, we're trying to plan something maybe for like next December. For like, possibly, there's, we've been looking at these like German Christmas fests. Yes, it's Christmas related. Christmas. Yeah, the German Christmas markets. Uh, yes, we've been seeing like tours of them, and uh, also we kind of want to see Switzerland around that time. Can I recommend Adventures by Disney? I've looked at that. That is cool. When you two have time, we'll discuss. Okay, here's a PowerPoint. I have, I have material for them. Mm-hmm. You ever see the beginning to the movie Couples Retreat? Yes, it's gonna be like yes, yes. yes. It's pretty much how all my dealings in the travel industry have gone so far. Okay. Glad we were all able to vent. Ready to get into show stuff now? Sure. Yeah, let's get nerdy. I don't have a lot, so that was good. A little bit of casting this week. Very little. Very little. Uh, They've cemented the three leads in Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein movie. They have, have they? Yes. Oscar Isaac, Mia Goff, and Andrew Garfield. Now, Vinny is uh, doing his best Run the Jewels impersonation. And that's exactly what I thought, too. Except it's not going to be your standard run-of-the-mill Frankenstein story. Okay. It takes place 40 years after the events of the book. What the monster dies at the end of the book? Does he? Yes. He jumps into freaking ice and freezes himself to death. Yes. Or, or did he? Thank you, James. But he'll also be searching out. I believe it's Frankenstein's assistant to try Igor. and unlock. Could be Igor. Could be another character they created. It's it's not just going to be a retelling of the story. Unfortunately, we don't know who any of those people are playing right now. But that's that's a pretty strong cast, you know. Yeah. Moon Knight, Pearl, Spider Man. I'm gonna do it. And this is not a specific casting, but we know that once the actor strike is over, Hopefully Marvel will announce the new FF cast. Uh, oh. Yeah. So another good reason for this to end quickly. I guess they don't want to put them on blast while they're still. Yeah. They're they're resuming negotiations tomorrow. Would you? Mm. I was gonna say, would you prefer like a like a one at a time reveal of who they are? No, not at this point. No, No, if they had done a while ago, every once in a while, drip feed us a name, that'd be cool. I want a big presentation. I want them to go out on a fucking stage. I want to see Kevin Feige, laser lights. I want to see Goldberg's entrance for these people. Well, what if? But what if? What if it's underwhelming when they release all the names at once together? They probably will be. 
Well, then it'll be extra underwhelming one at a time. Yeah. Because if they couldn't manage some kind of emotion out of us, when you drop all four or five, if they're going to give us whoever the villain's going to be, most likely. Mm -hmm. They couldn't, if that doesn't move our pickles even an inch, one at a time is just going to be, it's going to be slowly taking that band-aid off. Well, it's going to be a moment, right? You know, I'm not sure if you laugh, if you're joking right now, but I kind of want to see moment. I, can I wasn't joking as a possibility, but I was joking in terms of who I think it's actually going to be. Paul Giamatti is Mole Man. Jason Momoa is Mole Man. Matt Smith is Mr. Fantastic. We all have Nathan, hopes, don't we? Nathan Jones is Mole Man. Bravo. Thank you. Craig Robinson is moment. <laughs> Why are you down in my fucking pit? Get the fuck out of my pit. I'm going to my monsters after you. That was the sum and total of my casting. I'm guessing that's the sum and total of all the casting. Oh, casts. They announced the voice cast of Spider-Man freshman year. Oh, yeah, I did see that one, but it was like, I don't know who half of these people are, so. Well, Hudson Thames... Uh, is returning to voice Peter Parker. He was the Peter Parker in What If. Eugene Bird as Lonnie Lincoln. He's from Spidey and His Amazing Friends and 8 Mile. Grace Song from Kidding as Nico Minoru. That was an interesting name to see pop up. She's one of the runaways. Yeah. Alright, so they think they're going to be cross-pollinating from word go. I think so. Hugh Dancy from Hannibal as Otto Octavius. Kari Walgren from uh, Fooly Cooly and Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a name that... As Aunt May. I was like, oh, Kari Walgren, awesome. She's and Zeno Robinson from My Hero, My Hero Academia and Pokemon Master Journeys the series as Harry Osborn. I thought you were going to say My Hairy Ass. My Hairy Ass <laughs> is pretty hairy. Uh, Charlie Cox will be reprising his role as Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Paul F. Tompkins announced as Bentley Whitman slash The Wizard. And there you have it. And the other bit of casting news I have is Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are reteaming for an Ocean's Eleven prequel. Set. I, I, I already know the answer is money, but... Um, set in the 60s, prequel? and it is, it is not a prequel to the Ocean's Elevens that we've seen already. It's not a Clooney prequel? It's a no. Sinatra prequel? No, it's not a Sinatra prequel either. But... Huh? Stupid. That is how it was explained in the article. God, I hope it falls through, because that's stupid. So it's... Yes. No. Yes, Mike. Yes. Well, I mean, could it? Could that be technically true if it's only a prequel for one of the characters? What? What if they're like Rusty's parents? But my whole thing is, or Linus's parents. He's playing. He's playing a young Daniel Ocean. My whole thing is a younger. Who cares? (laughs) I love the Ocean's Eleven movies. Yes, but it's been like twenty years since Ocean's Thirteen. I know. Not relevant anymore. This is the guy who, when we did our Who's Who last week, 
kept bringing up the Sinatra names. Yeah. Yes, because I was because I was doing that to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> smells like fucking hypocrite. Mm. <laughs> I, I think this is a great idea. I think this is a new, fresh, hip idea. I think Hollywood has everything hey, listen. Need right there with the story. To be fair. <laughs> they've been on strike for a, a while now and, and i'm sure this was a project that like right before the shit was about to happen they're like quick we need something and now they've come back and like are we gonna do it yeah fuck it why not barbie did well i think this was sitting in someone's i'm not gonna say wastebasket filing cabinet not facetiously either, not the round filing cabinet. This was something tucked away that Warner Brothers had commissioned. And they're like, ah, this one worked well enough. So the writer's strike's going to be going on way longer than the actor's strike. Let's just get them back to work with this old shit. And then that went the other way. Yeah. Oh, they have, they have charisma. They have chemistry together. Let's just put them in whatever we can. Yeah. Nope. How are they going to say it's a prequel, but it's not a prequel to the 60s? It's set in the 60s. It's about a young Danny Ocean. <laughs> and let's face it, he's not that young compared to where Sinatra was when they made that no. movie. It's I, like listen, the, I, the week before Ocean's Eleven. I, I, got, I got no explanations for you. Hopefully it just dies in pre-production. Like pre pre production. Uh, now, no, now with, 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 now with those two names. Yeah, yep. It's stupid. Ugh. Anything's going to go through. It's a prequel of a proven hit starring two of the biggest earners of the year. All they got to do is get Simu Liu in there and really just recreate that Barbie magic. I mean, I like Simu. And get Killian Murphy in as the bad guy. Get some of that Oppenheimer fucking shine on it, too. Get it directed by Nolan. Yeah. It's complete desperation. He He's not at that level to do it. No. Jay no. Roche, I think, is the one doing this. Jay Roche. He did, uh, did he do Apatow stuff? No, he did Adam Sandler stuff, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You should get Taika Waititi to do Ocean's Eleven. Producer, are you producing? Are you are you double checking Jay Roach there? Jay Roach. Get your get your head out of the the fucking sugar plum fairy's ass, Joe. Don't let me outproduce uh, you. No, just, he did Austin Powers. There you go. Hence, why this is set in the '60s, right? He's got a he's got a thing. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And his wife is uh, Bengals guitar player Suzanne Hoffs. What? Enjoy me some bangles. I could play that song. I could play Walk Like an Egyptian on the bass. It's fun. Uh, so that's casting. Yeah. Only one trailer this week, right? Yep. Cannot remember a single other one. But this one, seems like be a winner. You take the concept of It's a Wonderful Life. You take the concept of Happy Death Day. Put some peanut butter and some chocolate. And add Justin Long. Yeah. As a creep. I'm interested. So, this girl stops his murder spree and then wishes that she was never born. And then goes back in time-ish? Probably not. 
probably just dropped back in the time. Yeah, it's the it's the old it's a wonderful life deal. She just dropped back, but she never existed. Yeah, and the murders are continuing because she's the only one who knows who the killer is, and no one will believe her because no one knows her. Yeah, that that is ripe for some chicanery. Shenanigans will ensue. There's your there's your new idea, Vin. Well, while, while you're eating your fucking Ben and Jerry's. That's nah, Twix, dude. Hollywood is an original idea. Yeah. Potions 14. No, you skipped. We, we're over that. My bad. Yeah, I'm interested. I'll watch it. Not Rolo's ice cream, right? Not nah, Twix. All right, good. Yeah. Twix is really good. No. Rolo's a shit. Now I want ice cream. Fuck. This is I, I have a drumstick in the fridge freezer. When we break in between shows, I'm gonna go get ice cream. <laughs> I might do the same. I have some friendlies Neapolitan up in the the freezer. Okay. Uh, review time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are uh, we all finally able to talk Ahsoka? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk Ahsoka. I'm all caught up on the Lokis because there was only one. Uh, I'm all uh-huh. caught up on Gen V, and you and I watched a new movie the other day. I only I've only seen one Gen V, so we can't go too deep. But, oh, fuck. I can't talk about any of that shit, but I'd be willing to listen. But I can bring up Bluey all day long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice crotch shot. I was, I was super super happy with Loki season two episode one because that shit starts and it doesn't stop. That was great. Fun story about us watching Loki the other night after you left. Mm-hmm. So, click on to the old Disney, the Disney Plus. And I, I took the remote from my wife because I'm like, you're always snacking and you don't skip the things. She So she laughs at me. I take it. I turn on Loki and I click. Okay. See, it's right away. And the episode starts and it's like showing... A recap from last season and I was like oh that, of course and then all of a sudden the episode starts playing and it was like I'm like this this seems really familiar I'm like what are they they're time traveling back to a moment from last season well that makes sense I guess it is a it's a time travel show which episode from first season did you start about five minutes in and I'm Ashley's like I really think this was last season I was like no so I pause it, and season one, episode two, and I was like, huh. So yeah. I guess I was sort of dyslexic for a minute there. So then yeah, we started was... the episode yeah. proper. Um, See the one and the two, transpose them. Just Again, like... I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. I clicked on, because it was on the like the big the banner, and I was like, yes, click that. And start. Because why wouldn't it? If it's an advertisement for season two, start season Nobody two. Nobody could have watched, like... It's probably what happened. Yeah. Probably my child. Oh. The older one. The, because the, now he doesn't have his own... The self-proclaimed genius. Mm-hmm. I love the Doctor Who vibe from from Loki. Like, the whole timey-wimey going back and forth through time. It had very Bill and Ted feel to it in that we need a thing in this time period. And I accidentally get pulled back to the last time period. Well, we don't have that thing. Wait, 
No, I do have that thing because I just did that 400 years ago, which completely contradicts with the, the time travel they've had before. But it makes sense because nothing makes sense in the TVA. Huh. Nope. But when Loki pruned the wall and to reveal all the Kangs, was, another hardcore moment. That yeah. was pretty awesome. OB, yeah, give it to OB. Love him. Yeah, I love Key's energy. That mm-hmm. he he uh, he helps. It's not like they didn't have good chemistry before with just Mobius and Loki, but he adds that extra kind of mm-hmm. "Hey guys, what's up? Happy to be here" energy. Just that one little part when Loki went to the future, when he realized it was the future. I bet we're going to see that in the last episode. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's the one who pruned himself. Yes. Which is another paradox. It doesn't make sense, but I, I'm guessing that's how it's going to have to happen. When, yeah, cause when you saw Sylvie there, you're like, something's not adding up. Yeah, when they cut to that later on, and she mm-hmm. comes out of that elevator, and he gets pruned, and he's standing behind himself. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, they're going to cut to her like, oh no, and then they're going to cut to him like, ta-da. He does love saying ta-da. Yeah, but he won't... He, that act won't happen again now. That act has to happen in order for him to be pulled out of the time stream. But I thought... Kind of the future. But I thought because at that point he eliminates all of other selves from the timeline, it wouldn't necessarily play out like that anymore. It needs to play out that way to pull him out of the timeline. It can't play out like that anymore because technically that Loki doesn't exist now. No, that's the only Loki that exists. No, it can't that's be the him. only Loki that exists because if Loki pruned himself. That, no, that's him from the future pruning himself exactly. from the past. Right. Yeah. But he that, needs now to that, do it in order to save himself. But that moment's not going to play out again. That moment needs to play out. Or else he wouldn't be alive. I don't think it he will. He would be getting pulled throughout the time stream. The only other time we will see it is when they pick up exactly from that moment in the next episode. And well, that'll, be, that'll be the end him, of it. The only thing him pruning himself did was stop himself from time slipping after that point. Yeah. Whatever's happening in that future where he gets pruned, we have to see that going on. They're not just going to show her coming out of the elevator without some context to it eventually. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're going to go back to it. I think they need to because it shows the TVA falling apart. Mm-hmm. And bringing him back out, out of the time stream isn't going to fix what's happening. Obi already says he needs to retrofit the loom, but he doesn't know how to. No, killing the, killing the other Lokis isn't going to fix the, the timeline issue. It's going to fix Loki's issue. Well, he's not killing the other Lokis by doing that. He's taking that one Loki and pulling him out of the time stream. He said... Pruning. They said that they had to take out all the Loki variants. That they all exist. Yeah, that taking that one Loki out doesn't take out all the three other variants. Go back and watch the episode. I just watched it today. You need to backtrack then, because that's the way they explain it. No, because by stopping him, it doesn't stop other variants from happening. There's so many other uh, universes in the multiverse. There's they're all going to have their own Lokis. All it does is resituate him in time space rather than pulling him back and forth. Not the way I followed it. I think you misfollowed it. Did you see the other branches when they showed the big time stream? Like, were intersecting with each other. Like, this branch was branching off this way, this one, and some of them were kind of intersecting with each other. Those are the incursions. 
Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Not That's how we get Secret Invasion. Can I be so honest with you guys? No, Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. Multiverse shit is annoying. I hate it. Uh, I think Did you I, watch Loki? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm over multiverse shit. Everything's multiverse. Do you know the multiverse thing has been happening for like, like decades, right? Mm-hmm. Even DC did it. No, I know. Black Paradox, I like that movie. It was fine. It was good. Back to the Future... Were, the two were good. Third was eh. Terminator. P2 was it. After that. The butterfly effect. Can't keep doing it. It's my problem. It's like every, everything coming out is multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. But we're in the multiverse saga right now. That's actually the whole time that everything that we're seeing right now in Marvel is the multiverse saga. I'm glad you said that, Joe, because this saga... Sticks. How about get Deadpool? It isn't good. And Deadpool, I have a bad feeling it's going to be a hodgepodge of cameos and quick one-liners. And it's gonna, <laughs> so it's going to be like every other fucking yeah. Deadpool movie. That's Deadpool. That's what we want to see. This is this. It, who cares? Because that's what we want. That's all. It's, that's all it's been. With fan service. Oh no! I am so no. not looking forward to that. <laughs> more. Like more of the same. Fun. I think it's going to be the worst one. The worst one? As if oh, the other two were bad? Yeah, if, if they were good. No, I like the other two. They were good, but like, they're, it's just... They're fun. Uh, That's all they are. I think it's, I'm just over the multiverse. Because we got... You're not anybody, because we could just take it back and we could do the thing with the thing and the multiverse we go back in time to go forwards and we already know you don't like thinking in movies. Yeah, we're, it's not I love bad in movies. I just think multiverse is is it's kind of hacky at this point. Because everything's multiverse. I'll and take I'll take multiverse over sky beams any day. Over sky beams? What are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, freaking? Talking about, space. talking about every movie that had a thing that shot into the sky because, of course, sky beams. It's like, name pretty much any action movie in the last, like, 15 fucking years. I honestly don't know what you mean by that. The sky beam thing? John yeah. Wick okay, fair. John Wick 2. There was a sky beam. John Wick 3. No, there's a, the lot, of, a lot of underground in John Wick 3. Uh, Death Star and Star Wars. Now it is a planet, Death Star. Star Wars had sky beams. The DC movies had sky beams. All the Marvel movies had sky beams. Uh, it's a little metaphor to reaching for the heavens. It was like the big thing for a while. Everybody had them. Yeah. It's just like the the fucking asteroid shit. You yeah, remember? Armageddon and everybody else right. wanted to make one. When when you say like sky beams, a beam are you talking of, about like a beam in of light? The Bifrost in like four of the Marvel movies, or I think he's talking about the uh, the portal in Avengers, that kind of sky beamy stuff, where it's the big important third yeah. act moment. 
Transformers, Fan Four Stick, Big Hero Six, Ghostbusters, Avengers. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Ultron, Affinity War, uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Chronicles. Ultron didn't have a sky beam. What? Didn't have a sky beam. <laughs> it had a sky rock. Listen, I- I'm looking at a list of movies with sky beams. There is no way there's a list of movies with sky beams. There is, is. this a fucking ranker thing? No. I'm looking at it right now. Who made it? Uh, ranker. No, it's not Ranker. It's uh, list, list Challenges. Compli- it's, it's pulled from Rotten Tomatoes and Screen Junkies. So, you know. Well, then I automatically question it because there's no sky beam. Question whatever Ultron. the fuck you want. I'm just telling you. These are the ones with it. Chronicles of Riddick, yeah. Dark City, Dylan Dog Dead at Night. Dark Tower, Fan Stick, Fifth Element, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, Ghostbusters, the female version, uh, 1984, Ghostbusters, oh, Gods of okay. Egypt, the whitewashed uh, Egyptian mythology movie, Hocus Pocus, Book, Hellboy, Hot Tub Time Machine, Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgence, Iron Man, Justice League, Return of the King, Maleficent, Man of Steel, Men of Black 3, R.I.P.D. Uh, Raiders. You managed to get a list in. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The 09 Trek. Star Trek 5, Suicide Squad. Super 8. There's more, but I'll stop. Okay. Um, anyway. Justin says you can't shoot stuff from the ground anymore. Didn't say that. I said, I will take the multiverse over the shooting shit from the ground into the sky. That is what I said. So yeah, we all liked Loki. (laughs) Yeah. I liked it. I'm burnt out from multiverse shit. Did we all like Ahsoka? No. It was alright. It was was alright? It was alright. I'm happy with where it landed. Listen, thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. I like that. Yeah, it response. didn't like. Listen, it didn't rock my fucking tits off or anything. But it was. It thank was, you. It was cool seeing rebels characters in live action. Like I'm all about that. I think uh, they absolutely dropped the ball by not having Zeb show up in the fucking show. Uh, I think that's season two. Yeah, I, I, that's great. That's great for season two. But I think it was just a missed opportunity. There's nowhere for him to be. He didn't. He wouldn't have been important to the whole thing. He could have been he one of the training pilots. But yeah, he's, he's doing a different thing now. That's fine. I'm just saying. I think it was a missed opportunity. It's it's, it's not a, it's not a thing for me to be right or wrong about, Mike. I can have a yeah. fucking opinion about it. I just I, don't, I like he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, just, uh, I'm saying. I don't think he might have there. But I agree with Justin. Zeb, man, get Zeb in there. What's up? What's up with that? Stop lying. You, you belittle yourself by lying. Uh, I love Zeb, dude. Zeb's my dude. What's Zeb look like? Alien, obviously. I'll be back. Joe can't get Sadie to sleep. Okay. That was 50-50. Um, but yeah, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be any fan- anything fantastic because it's all leading into the fucking movie they're going to do with all these shows, right? So all these next seasons of all this crap... Is just going to be like 
prepping for that. It's fine. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Right, it wasn't the greatest thing ever. But right, like, oh, right. This is nice. This was is a lot it, of fun moments. Was it, it made me smile a lot, but like season one of Mando? Was, no. It was slow at times, and I don't mind slow, but yeah. I can understand how a lot of people watching would just be like. I was upset at the end, just seeing uh, Balin on the uh, on the cliff. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really wondering how they're going to handle that storyline. That he's. I everyone's kissing his Astro's performance, and like everything else in it, it wasn't bad, but he, he didn't get his moment to really shine in it. Yeah, some good I, fight scenes. Yeah, but the thing is, is when they made that, they had no idea. Yeah, no, no he could have been the yeah. big build for two. Yeah, right. It's not my indictment on the show. Yeah. It's I'm sad that it's not good. Either they're going to have to recast it. Which is probably or, what they're going to do. They're going to have to. Him off screen. No. They, they're not going to put him under a helmet. They no. Not a character like that. No, he's... And they can't, they can't deep fake it. So they're going to have to recast it. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to, yeah. like, or because the, they're not gonna kill him off screen. No, it, it the way they ended it with the, the father and the son and the yeah, the, wreckage of the daughter. He he didn't accomplish anything. So for him to have died before he accomplished anything, the only thing he could do there narratively is push it on to her, right? Who she didn't even really know what he wanted. No, so he'd have to come back. As a force ghost and tell her what the hell did it just yeah. there's no way to tell that story easily without yeah. recasting yeah. it. Right. She's with the samurai people, whatever, the samurai looking things. The raiders. Yeah. Yeah. She's listless. He's going somewhere with that I didn't completely understand that. He just trained her to tell her to fuck off and go live your own life. I don't quite understand their dynamic. It, that's what they, I wish, you know, I know that, you, you, like, after watching this, this series, you, it's like, oh, crap, they're building to that to season two, but it's like. Are they even doing a season two? Yeah, yeah, because they, they call this a season finale. It does seem more like it's going to be in, into another season than wrapped up in that big movie. I think yes. they still have more to establish with Ahsoka, because think about her part of that movie is getting her back to the core galaxy. That would just be fucking frustrating. Everything that else that's going on with all these other characters, well, and you have to keep cutting back to this one galaxy to get her. Nah, they they got to round that shit off in another show. And they'll probably Thrawn do it, is they'll probably do it in Book of Boba Fett too. That's well, see, that's the thing. Like that's I don't think we're gonna get another. Oh, we're not. We're never getting that. Like I think even Mando, the way they ended Mando's story doesn't coming back. Yeah, I don't like. I can see him coming back for a movie, but just do we really need a season four right now? Because kind of just ended his story we there. We didn't need any of these to fucking bleed into each other. Is the thing they're all way too dependent on each other now. Yeah, I don't mind, but it does affect one when something happens in the other. Right. Like, I love interconnectivity. Right. But I I'm not stupid enough to think that one domino can't fall over here without affecting well, the one on the other side. Right. And 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 some shows are rewriting things that we've already established in other shows slash movies, and it's it's the danger of doing too much connectivity. This is why this is why as much as it hurts me, Marvel saying that Shield didn't happen in the the prime MCU. I'm I'm okay with, especially the what it went on its massive tangent. 
but it went out into space and then barely. But that's when it. Back. That's that's when it was its best, though. Yeah, it was fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't interconnected. Right. Yeah, do their own thing and just make it look like the MCU. Right. The only thing we got in like the later seasons was oh Thanos is coming. Yeah. There's this purple guy. You gotta watch out for him. Yeah. All right, we will. All right, and, and then we're going in the past. Yep. Uh, snap happened. No, nothing happened. Did it? Did it not? I don't know. We don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Ahsoka. We all at least kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it. That it was, loved, it was something we fun it. to watch. You know. Yeah. They they did. There was a lot of. Yeah. Oh, I'm you gotta hand it to Far, far away, dropped in an episode by David Tennant. Forced, yeah. It's, so, it's question: yeah. Does that mean since the beginning of every Star Wars movie is is scribed like that, mm-hmm. is that Hu Yang telling the entire history of Star Wars? I believe it was supposed to be three PO telling okay. the history. Now, there's when it was originally written, it was supposed to be the Wills writing down the Skywalker story. And I think that switch to 3PO is somewhere, after all these characters are dead, recounting it to somebody. And the best way to start these things. Or maybe he's in another universe. Uh-huh. Some shit like that. And the only, that's the only way it would make sense in context. So I kind of was like, gotta, no, that'd be cool if that was just Hu Yang hanging out past everybody. Mm-hmm. Gotta give a shout out in the series to Hayden Christensen though. His lightsaber just wielding. Yeah, he's never fallen off. And <sighs> that I think that's why at the end we were all just kinda like, because eh? it peaked midway through. Those Clone Wars heavy episodes, yeah. that that flashback episode was great. And it's really weird, the girl who played young Ahsoka, I'm more more used to seeing her with no eyebrow hair than I am with. Because she's, I've seen her in a lot of pictures for Barbie. I'm like, that's not her. <laughs> she played young Gamora and young Ahsoka, and neither one of them have a wisp on their forehead. Yeah. It looks more natural on her. It's very odd to me. But yeah, Hayden was 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with the redemption arc they're giving him yeah. with playing this character. And seeing him in that armor, seeing him with the long hair, seeing him with the midway hair from the early episodes of, of Rebels. Yeah. Just that the flash alone, just that quick flash when he just went Vader. Just oh yeah, when he's walking toward her, oh, so good. Very and well built up, very well written. The whole thing, the the mixture of his voice, James Earl Jones, like subtle double track right there. Ah, beautiful. It's like I'm saying, it was, it's, the best moments were right in the middle, and then everything else kind of leveled off. I mean, it was great to see live action Ezra. Yeah, their interactions were beautiful. And uh, Artie brought this up to me. I didn't initially pick up on it. They kept Ezra's traits from the show. Yeah. Like, how does he get away? He steals someone's costume. He steals a Stormtrooper's uniform. Yeah. Which is absolutely an Ezra thing. Uh, I want more of him. The, the, the part in the last episode where he's building his saber, I love moments like that, calling back to Kanan, which makes me think they need a second season because we've got to see a live-action Kanan. We gotta see his Force Ghost interacting with yeah, Ezra. I'd be very happy to see Freddie Prince. Yeah, a little nose prosthetic because yeah. you know they're gonna do that. Yeah. Um, can I be real? I hope I to see more of those uh, that Stormtrooper guild or what have you. Like they look badass, but they all suck. They were still Stormtroopers. Yeah. But the Night Troopers? 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. With the guys who got reanimated. Yeah. The zombie troopers. Yeah, it was a beautiful design. Like, they'd been stuck out in this place for so long that they had to cobble together their outfits again and use whatever local shit they had. Yeah. yeah. Well, the guy with the gold face, I, I, he's supposed to be prominent to some degree. Enoch? Yeah. Like, he looks cool. But, like, give me more. I agree with Vinny. It was nice seeing, like, a different batch of of troopers. Yeah. Any kind of variation on them. And great to see Thrawn. He, yeah. yeah. He looks good. He looks good, and it's great for them to to bring back the guy who did the voice on the show. He That's 99% of who Thrawn is, is that cold, calculated delivery. He was one step ahead the whole time. Yeah. No. They should give him his own spin-off show where he just he dominates to some degree, like him and the stormtroopers. Because I'm tired of seeing cute shit. I don't want to see Ewoks. Well, if they if Filoni did bring in anything with Thrawn, like you know, if, like a spin-off, he would have to go back in time and do the canon Thrawn books. That's why he's going to be a huge. No, he wouldn't have to do the books. He'd probably reference a lot from them. They already did uh, Thrawn comic. And since they were purchased by Disney, he probably would do a lot of back and forth, uh, Thrawn origin, Thrawn modern. I think he's just going to be a huge part. Like he's going to be the primary focus. He's going to be the Thanos mm-hmm. in this story coming up, as Thanos was in Infinity War. Like he's, it was his movie. So this thing is going to be Thrawn's movie, and everyone else is just going to be dealing with him. I'm guessing Vinny didn't like the little hermit crab guys. Love the little hermit yeah. crab guys. And I expected as much. Dude, like, stop. <laughs> I mean, dude, they were they were fine. They're not cute, dude. Don't say awesome. They were fun. It's just another fucking creature. They were, they were fun. Get them away from me. Uh, the reveal moment I I enjoyed. You know something weird's going on with that wolf dog lizard thing sniffing at a rock yeah. and see it pop up. That was nice. You said you've only watched one episode of Gen V? Yeah. I have not been able to bring myself to watch another one. It's great. Uh, the writers of the boys really want to see what they can get away with with penises. There's Has a, there been more dick? There's another dick thing. There's a dick thing in episode four. Which might be the pushing of the dick envelope thus far. Okay. It's like, obviously, as a man who's watched more than enough adult fare, I see dicks. Yeah. More dicks than I'd like, but hey, sometimes they get the job done in film. When you see it in this context, in superhero stuff, that's weird enough. And the way they use them in this series, it makes you realize it's just another piece of meat. Yeah. Yeah, it'll make you realize that even more when you get to episode four. I don't know if the first episode's use of a dick, uh, the sausage guy in Herogasm, or was that the first episode of season three? Was it two, where the guy sneezed? Yeah, where Tic Tac sneezed and... Yeah. They've... Just They're wait. replacing my nightmares. Just wait. 
Okay. That's why I can only take this show an episode, like, maybe an episode a week. So I'm going to be a little behind with this. That's fine. When when you do eventually catch up, though, we'll talk. Uh, that, that, Loki. Uh, we watched Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am closer on the scale to Vin on this one. Not fully Vin. Uh, what do you mean? It was all right. It got a few jokes, but the more and more I thought about it afterward, uh, the plot, while interesting, while a good use of the core material, just, it wasn't as funny as it could be. They missed a lot of opportunities to make punchy lines. I, you know, I always critique that. Like when dialogue is weak in something like this, how? You had really great improvers. You had a script to work off of. Like, how, how was it so meh in most scenes? I, the biggest cardinal sin for me was the fucking product placement. I don't mind product placement. They were just egregious with it. They, they would do... Oh, the Marvel like, shit? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to write in this notepad that I bought at CVS. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, what? Every scene... Had, I didn't even mind the action figures. Because it's a kid. He should be playing with, like, real action figures. Fine. Make so, a Marvel and I'm, I'm, Maybe I wasn't just... I wasn't paying attention to it then. Yeah, I, I didn't... I was, I was more on all the Easter eggs. Master Gracie, Crump Mansion, you know... The kid Those... pulled out a Monopoly, a Disney Monopoly to play while he's waiting for the dude to come down. Yeah, he's see, like, I wasn't paying attention to any of that. Shit always catches my eyes. Now, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with it. Yeah, I loved it. I think it was okay. I, We're going to change your name to Mark. No, I really, no I, see, I just take it for what it is. I'm not expecting a cinematic masterpiece. I'm taking it for a fun, just... I go into it with the same expectations, Joe. But I also, if my version of fun isn't just high energy nonsense. I see. Now I beg to differ with you because if this had Marvel slapped in front of it and it was the telling of some strange tale, you'd be slobbing its fucking knob. No, I'd point out that the dialogue was no. I've pointed out when Marvel movies have been weak. I started with Mike on this. I'd see now. That's the complete opposite of what I would assumed you would. You would do. You know why he's doing it. It's only because I said it. Yeah. But he, he, deep down, he agrees with me. Uh, I'm not saying the movie was good because it wasn't that great. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, it's on the same level that Pirates of the Caribbean slash Pi- Pirates of the Caribbean, the backside of water. I'm sorry, yeah. Jungle Cruise, uh, because they were the same fucking movie. All of it. The only one, the only ride that they've done, or I shouldn't even say ride. The only park-related IP that they've used in a movie that's been good was Tomorrowland. I can't completely agree with that. I mean, I agree that it was great, but the first Pirates movie was cool, and then they beat the shit out of that series. Right, but that affects that affects the impact of the first one. I just like just seeing all the ghosts. I'm like, oh, I love that part of the ride. Yeah. Oh, I love that part of the we ride. Know. Oh, look, it's, it's the end of this hallway. I'm not, That's cool. look, I'm not shitting on it. Cool. It was fine for what it is. It's like Ahsoka. It's fine yeah. for what it is. But, uh, like, it absolutely could have been better. Especially yeah, but, with that cast. My one gripe, though, was the scene that was shot and wasn't used. The singing busts ended up on a cutting room floor. I mean, it's fine, because unfortunately, my wife just played the Eddie Murphy one. 
this morning. But and I walked in I do, when they were strapped to the back of the car, and I was like, ugh. The, the better Haunted Mansion, there, there is one uh, better Haunted Mansion movie, though, and that is The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Out of the three Disney yes. Haunted Mansion movies, The Muppets Haunted Mansion is the far superior one. I, I love that one, but I still enjoyed this one. Um, just the, the fact that when they went to the Crump Mansion, it was the Florida one. It was the Florida version of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, again, like, I didn't cool. hate it, but it's it's just, it is what it is. It's not anything spectacular, but it tells no. it tells an, an okay story, and there was decent people in it. It was just fun. Yeah. yeah it's a nice story about acceptance. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice, predictable story about acceptance. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, they're going to end up together. Like, 40 yeah. minutes late, 40 minutes into it, I turn to you, and I'm like, oh, kid's dad's dead. Yeah. Kid's dad's talking to him. We, you know, it was pretty yeah. pretty much an assumption from the get-go. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, again, yeah. is what it is. I like the yeah. fact that Jared Leto got to play a character without having any makeup on. Yeah. yeah. I like the, the, the hatbox yeah. ghost. That was cool. I like that we didn't really have to see Jared Leto at all, and he still got to play a character. Yeah. Just in pictures. Just in drawn pictures. Yeah. But there you go. There's Haunted yeah. Mansion. I watched The Little Mermaid. <sighs> yep. I liked it. I liked it. Course, I didn't hate it. Of course you did. I didn't hate it. My my biggest gripe with it, my one biggest gripe was during yeah. the Under the Sea scene that the fish did not play instruments. Joe. That was my gripe. They were real fish. I I know, but, but I'm, why, but like, why still, would they why would they play an instrument? Because that's my one of my favorite parts from the cartoon. But they were real fish. Yeah, if they it's were, still, they the were best played cartoon the bass, fish. Yeah, well, they were representing real fish. Let's yeah, say. yeah. So there was one part. There was another part that I'm like I kept trying to look up info on the fisherman that rescued Ariel when she became human. Was that Sebastian? I can't find yes. any, because I, I know he di- he passed yeah. away, but I don't know if he passed away while this movie was in production, because I haven't seen anything with Samuel Wright's name attached to, anywhere. I'm, I'm almost positive that was him. Oh, the he original. just yeah. like him. Yes. He yeah. looked just like him. Did uh, David Diggs get a live action moment in it, too? I know they, they tend to love getting their voice actors' faces in Maybe that. at some point, but it's probably uh, like him passing. Uh, like I noticed him, and of course everybody you noticed Jody Benson. Just yeah, well, yeah. Instant, they gave yeah. they gave her a moment though. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it, you know. Listen, I didn't hate it, but again, it's the same thing. It's just they made it. It's all right. That CGI yeah. was fucking dog shit though. The the one part where I think the CGI really I thought faltered the most was um, when during the battle with Ursula. How did you, how were you not like almost get me off this thing in the sunken ship part in the beginning with the fucking shark? Her face doesn't move with the rest of her body. Like, there's almost a glitch where it like has, you almost see the cursor drag and drop the fucking face. Was there still wireframe? Bro, it's terrible. You see what I didn't notice that part. Old school special effects better. 
Like, I just like 80s, 90s shit way better. Well, yeah. When it's done really well. Let's not deny there are some turds from back then. Yeah. There were some bad practical effects back then. Of course. But the optical like, stuff where you could see the outline around it. It's like, but the limitations of now shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Especially when you're throwing hundreds of millions of dollars into something. Yeah. So the question for me comes down to, is this the fatigue that these guys are unionizing for? Is this them just being burnt out because they weren't able to do their best work? Oh, absolutely. It's the, yeah. it's, it's the studios being like, what you're fucking getting? Yeah. Because look at The Flash. I don't want to. Well, that, that opening scene should... That should never have been okay. But those babies look demonic. The sequence itself should have never been okay. Never mind how it turned out. How about his uh, Warrior One pose before he ran? <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Yeah, it's... He has to focus his chi. All right, let's no no more flash talk for now. Thank you, but you're gonna set but... me up. But I also got to say, with the my favorite part of Little Mermaid was Javier Bardem, though. Man's uh, a, a great actor. Javier Bardem. David Diggs, who played Sebastian, was probably my. Well, actually, I'm not fucking gonna lie. Aquafina was the fucking highlight of the whole. Aquafina was great. I heard rap. Yeah, I loved it. She's she's the best part of most movies she's in, and shows. Love her. Is that all the reviews? Yeah, it's reviews. Okay. Uh, I got little bits of news, this is. Yeah. Uh, synopsis for that uh, Slayers, a Buffyverse story dropped? Yeah. I don't know if you heard about what the story is. No. Okay. This is the spike, and this is going to it's gonna set uh, Vinny off here. This is the spike from the main Buffyverse being pulled into an alternate reality where Cordelia <laughs> became the Slayer. That's why Sarah Michelle Gellar's not back. But I really like this idea. Buffy was Cordelia before she became the Slayer. So does Cordelia respond so, in the same way? So this is a what if Neville Longbottom was the Chosen? Uh, I think it's more what if Draco Malfoy was the Chosen. Cordelia wasn't a bad chick. She, she... For two seasons, she almost destroyed the universe with a wish. Fair. Yeah. Everybody slips a little bit. Everybody wishes that someone didn't come to town and cause the vampire apocalypse. So, and the other really interesting thing they announced uh, was the co-writer and co-director of it is Amber Benson. That's awesome. Yeah. She's all, she is coming back as Tara as well, but she's that involved in it. Not just performing, but structuring the whole deal. That's pretty freaking sweet. Anybody here ever enjoy an episode of Monk? No. No? Yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed those procedurals, and I especially enjoyed his take on them. Watching a guy OCD out while solving murders is pretty fun. They're doing a movie on the cock. It's coming out on the cock. That's cool. It's number 23rd. Pretty much everybody's coming back. Cool. Yeah. The only, and, the only show like that I ever got into was... Uh... Lie to me. I was in that. 
I'm blanking. It wasn't... Uh, Tim Roth. Tim, yeah, it's Tim Roth and I think he was the biggest name. Uh, Andy Andy Williams. Uh, yeah, he's the... Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Beals. I, I, I recognize that name. Oh, yeah. Flash? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it was good. Uh, and now Ashley's got me hooked on fucking How to Get Away with Murder. Is that the one where... Uh, What's her name? Wow. Yep. I can't remember fucking name now. I can't either. From uh, the DC universe. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. Uh, Walker? What, Walker. What show? Waller. Uh, Waller. Amanda Waller. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I needed the first name. It just went. Amanda Waller played Amanda Waller, but not in the DCU. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking juicy, though. It's so good. Uh, yeah. My last bit of news is that PS5s are getting smaller. Yes, yeah, today there's going yeah. to be a PS5 digital and physical edition slim. Both of them will reduce 30% in overall volume, and I believe 18% in weight. There's a trade-off though. Prices hasn't changed at all for the hard drive one, for the uh, physical disc one. So nothing bad there. But it's going to be fifty dollars more if you want to get the purely digital version. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. Something something to do with the redesign. And oddly enough, if you want to upconvert that version, you can. They're going to be putting out a hard drive that you can connect to it. And it's not like some kind of floppy dongle thing. Like, no, you can take the cover off and put a new one that slots right in. Looks exactly like the physical one. You're basically making your own. So unless that fucking thing costs 50 bucks, there's no point to it. Like does the new digital only one have like more like storage or? They both have up to a terabyte built in, which is better than the other one. The original yeah, model the other one's like eight hundred, five hundred, yeah, uh, yeah, eight hundred and forty-three or something like that. It's some weird very, number. Yeah, very automatic. Just make it a fucking terabyte because every company. Yeah, the OS is going to take up that one point five. Yeah, enough. they did not. So um, yeah. That's the big change coming there. All right. Let's ramble through my shit, shall we? Okay. Uh, Vinny, I have a special news for you right before food news. I'm going to read it for you. It's going to be good news. You're going to love it. You're, you're good news in the sense that I won't like it and you'll enjoy me not liking it, or it's actual good news we can all enjoy together? Yes, the latter. Uh, first up, Seinfeld's yeah. going to be coming back. Have they confirmed it? Because I saw some article about something's happening. He said that he was at, he was asked in an interview how he felt about the ending. And he's like, well, I would love to talk about it, but I can't because there's something about it. Right. So I'm assuming they're coming back for a something. Either the, uh, like a streaming movie or a new series, maybe a short form series. I don't know, but it sounds like there's more Seinfeld coming. I really hope it's not a movie. I would be interested in a short-form series. Yeah, probably. The structure of that show, I wouldn't want to see them these stories for more than 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. Unless they do it like Family Guy style, and it's a movie where there's some shit crossing over from act to act to act, but it really is just broken down into 22-minute uh, 
tragedies essentially because everything went wrong for them as far as they were concerned everything was a tragedy on that show but yeah i'm into it it'll probably be on peacock yeah oh, it's definitely be on the cock castlevania nocturne is getting a second season it's a very it's a very pretty show it's a good story Wait, wasn't that announced? Didn't we talk about that last week? No, we just I just talked about watching it. Ring, the doorbell camera people, is they're offering customers a million dollars if they capture footage of extraterrestrials. Google's not offering anybody offering any money because I got Google stuff. Well, Joe, uh, sucks to be your Google, doesn't it? Pretty sure there's somebody out there who will give you more than just a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after aliens in the sky, doorbell height. Yeah, we all know Ring is so clear that if something out yeah. of the distance pops up, you're definitely going to be able to tell that it's an alien. Oh yeah. They follow residential roadways mm-hmm. and streets. Yeah. That thing doesn't stop right in front of your house and flip off the camera. No, it'll stop in front of your house, hop out, and steal your Amazon. Oh, that's yeah. good. A new soundproof microphone muffles the voices of people who talk loud in public. MewTalk, a Bluetooth microphone from Shiftfall, removes ambient noise to make your voice clearer and makes it harder for those not on the call to hear you. It is like a Bane mask that goes over your face. But doesn't, like, the built-in sound deafening in most Bluetooth, like, noise reduction, doesn't that take care of that same kind of thing? Without yeah, most, most, like of it is, most of it is definitely for the benefit of the people around you so they don't have to fucking hear you talk. Hmm. Okay, that's the twist on this one? Yes. Where it's, it's, a, it's, it's a muffler. Because the way I was thinking that in my mind is like, all right, as you're walking around... This thing just encapsulates your ears and your mouth so your conversation can be more, a bit more secluded. No, it's made to muzzle loud assholes. Yes. And it's not going to go anywhere because loud assholes don't give a shit if they're being loud. But people that know loud assholes will absolutely get this for them as a gift. I sent what it looks like. How is this not coming out in April? Uh, the 1950s back and they're going to make up the new engagement rings. I've seen that. The what now? Weird. Oh, the, the the, what you just sent? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the muffled thing. Let's see if I like could show the people step. at home. That looks like the first step in a human centipede. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There we go. Get in focus there. Six there we go, people. That's what we're seeing. Do you put oats in that and start eating? That means you could. That'd be kind of nice. Or if you put like a juice box in there or something like that. Imagine the kind of person that's going to fucking wear that. I would buy that for people. I would be so tempted to punch that thing. Because you know what kind of damage that would do to their face? None. That's, that's like this film, like the BDSM world. Like, like you can't talk right now. Put this over your face. This is the new ball gag. Good. Mm-hmm. Cyber ball gag. Yeah. Darth Bane. Like Darth Lame. One Piece announces Luffy's addition to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We're going to get a Luffy D-Monkey balloon in the Thanksgiving Parade, joining the Goku balloon. Japanese invasion, again. Okay. I'm all about it. Let's do this. Okay. Watch One Piece. It's a delightful yeah. show. 
The world thinks so. That's why I'm not part of the world. Yeah, we know. You're so cool and angsty. Damn right. <laughs> I'm deep. I'm deep like the mines of Minolta. So deep. Huh. Uh, Chris Rock is going to be directing a Martin Luther King Jr. biopic. Uh, and yeah, it's going uh, to be produced by Steven Spielberg. Uh-huh. Steven Spielberg, don't cut me off again. Sorry. You fuck. I'm not sorry, though. I know you're not sorry. I was going to... Do you want good news or not? You didn't say it yet? It wasn't the no, Seinfeld no, thing? No, I didn't. I told you it was going to be right before food news. I got one more story, and then it's the good news. Now, you keep it up, and you're not going to get it. You're going to want it. Trust me. Something that I want. We're, yeah. still, we're still talking about news. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else see the conversation between Spielberg and Chris Rock going, okay, so Chris, I wanted to do a Martin Luther King movie, but there's no fucking way they'll let me. So can I produce you directing it? Yes. That's and exactly. be on set every day and give a lot of opinions? That's exactly how it happened. And Chris Rock was like, yes. So ah. it's, it's and, we'll get, really and we'll get Will Smith to play him. Okay, who? I guess Smith to play him? My, yes. my joke is better. Um, which we'll call it. Has Chris Rock directed before? Yeah. Yeah. Movie called Top Five. Which did pretty well for him, if I remember correctly. Basically, an autobiography in a lot of ways, except a lot of the shit in it I hear was like pumped up a bit more. What the guy he's playing was kind of like Eddie Murphy. And that he'd really risen to heights, like crazy heights, in comedy, and wants to become a serious actor, and isn't being taken seriously. Chris Rock also directed uh, Head of State. I think I love my wife. And top five is the only movies he's actually directed. It's not bad. Twelve million dollar budget made twenty six, and I think that was not self financed, but he, he really put it together on his own. So he's he's got the producerial and directorial shit together. This would be this would be a big step up for him trying to do something like this, unless he's going to try and make an MLK comedy. I don't think that would work. I don't think there's I don't know everything about the man's life story, but I, I, unless it's when he's a kid, uh-huh. even then I doubt things were really that funny. Steven Spielberg could. Oh, Spielberg also, I'm going to air quote, produced Poltergeist. And now everyone involved with it said that Toby Hooper actually directed it. There's no way he could have directed that at the same time as E.T. He did double duty. He just couldn't contractually do it. Uh, I've heard multiple people say that it was Toby's movie. Guillermo del Toro, in an interview with Collider, talked about his Axe Star Wars movie and that it was going to have the rise and fall of Jabba the Hutt. I don't believe they were actually going to let him make this movie. I think they were in a room with him, asked what he'd want to do, and he had a concept for it. He said... Doubt they ever got to production with it. We were doing a lot of stuff, and then it's not my property, it's not my money, and then it's one of those 30 screenplays that goes away. Sometimes I'm bitter, sometimes I'm not. I always turn to my team and say, good practice, guys, good practice. We designed a great world, we designed great stuff, we learned. 
It's very ambitious. I like the idea so much at the idea level. But now imagine <laughs> the movie begins, middle, and ends. Una hona hini hona hana ha Where do you go? I mean, he probably would have died at the end. Like, he dies, you know. Yeah. I, I know, but, like, how do you, you... You follow Tony Soprano. You could follow Nookie Thompson. You could follow all these people because you're like, oh, they're people and they're not bad slugs. <laughs> you get it, Vinny. You don't want to read. You just yeah, want to watch we Kids know. and Punches. We get if, it. If it's, not a, so. if it's not a white male, it's not okay. We understand. So, <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna I have uh, a professional level. Go ahead, Kyle. Speak some truth here. Not yeah. not these. T- t- I'd be here. I'd be pretty interested in the first half of that movie. Sure, the first like, part. Because unlike good. unlike Rogue One, where I was pleasantly surprised they tied it directly in to a New Hope. Um. I think I would be pretty pissed off going into a movie seeing pretty much the fall of Jabba the Hutt again, but from his perspective, for the same reason. Like, it would be almost like they probably wouldn't do it better. The thing about it is, I don't think you could tell his, like, like to Vinny's point, it would have to be The Sopranos. You're watching a monster grow. Yeah. So you can't really tell it from his perspective when it's Jabba, because we know he's a fucking piece of shit. He doesn't do a, he doesn't have that Tony Soprano guilt. He's just a, he's all about profit, all about control. He's the kingpin. And it's almost it's virtually impossible to empathize with the kingpin. It's even harder for this prick. So it would be about the supporting characters that you know are not gonna make it through the movie. You'd have to get attached to whoever he's abusing, and you know he's just going to abuse them too much, and they're going to die by the end of it. Yeah, and also he's kind of got the Jar Jar Binks with him because, like, if the Jar Jar Binks theory is true, where like they scrapped it, you can't follow a job of the hut for two hours if it's a movie. But if you gave me two hours of salacious crumb, what is that? Is that when he goes this thing? Oh. That's his little monkey puppet. That's his little monkey, the rat monkey. His <laughs> You know what? I would watch two hours of salacious crumbs silhouette in front of me. He's pointing and laughing. Yeah. His own little mystery science theater. Yeah. I would totally watch that, too. That would be good. He, hey, they do yeah. it in front of like, every episode was, of Book good. of Boba like, Fett. I would, see, I would see that would make more sense. That would be the only way it makes sense. Kind right. of fun. Every once in a while, another character walks in their silhouette and then stops for a second and then just walks out. Okay. Yeah. All right, Vin. Are you ready? Here's some DC that news. Wasn't it. No, this is DC news, baby. We got oh, news gosh. about the DC universe for you. Well, I might know what it is. Go ahead. Okay. A bombshell report in Variety today details apparent attempts by star Jason Momoa to get Amber Heard fired from the DC sequel, Aquaman and the Rise of Atlantis. According to the report, on the same day that the trailer for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom dropped, a number of Redditors paid to obtain documents from the Depp Heard defamation trial and then published them online. 
Among those notes are descriptions, apparently scribbled on a legal pad by Hurd's therapist, of Momoa appearing drunk on set, dressed as Johnny Depp, as the actor apparently tried to get Hurd fired. Doesn't he always dress like Johnny Depp anyways? It's a very good point. How could you tell that Jason Momoa is not just dressed like Jason Momoa? The report goes on to say that Hurd was, in fact, almost fired as Mira after the release of 2018's Aquaman, but not because of the public drama with Depp. According to Variety, it was due to the lack of chemistry with Momoa, which is similar to testimony that Heard's agent gave during the defamation trial. Heard was not fired, however, and that's reportedly because of Elon Musk. The Variety report alleges that Heard's former boyfriend had one of his lawyers send a scorched earth letter to Warner Brothers threatening to burn the house down, causing WB to relent and bring back Heard for the Lost Kingdom. Hey, David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? That's so now, weird. Hollywood's such a cesspool. That yeah. bleeds over into the next bit of DC yeah. news. Yeah, I'd like to make movies. I just wouldn't want to make movies out there. We just make our own kind of Hollywood out here. Just make a Jersey studio. I, w- I would yeah. love to. Uh, the sun is finally set on Zack Snyder's Empire. A new report suggests Warner Brothers will recast every member of his Justice League film for the upcoming DC Universe reboot by James Gunn and Peter Safran. Up until now, there have been conflicting reports about which actors may stay in the DCU, with stars like Gal Gadot previously teasing their return. These hopes have been fully dashed in a new article released by Variety that confirms she will not return as Wonder Woman, with the following roles also being recast. Ezra Miller as The Flash. Vinny, you're welcome. Ben Affleck as Batman. Also, Vin, you're welcome. We did it, guys. Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and of course, as we all know, Henry Carvel as Superman, also being recast. That doesn't mean we won't see any of the actors return for new roles in the DCU. The same report also teased Jason Momoa being recast as Lobo, potentially even appearing in Superman Legacy. Oh, you mean the character he should have been from Word Go? Exactly. However, it does certainly confirm that Zack Snyder's Justice League will be fully left behind in favor of James Gunn and Peter Safran's new direction. I welcome this and say, fuck you, Zack Snyder, and your little, and your bots. If, um, if you want to leave it in the dust, you, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot recast everybody. I will say this, I know people like Momoa for Loba. The guy they got to play Loba in uh, Krypton... It's a good show. Yeah. That guy was good. Yeah. But he, they're absolutely going to recast him with Momoa. Yeah, no, they're totally going to. Yeah. That, this also rounds out to the following news. Trifecta. Warner Brothers is expected to be sold to a new owner, with the highest potential being that of Universal. And we could see the deal go down within the next two years. That much closer to Marvel. Sweet. Wait, 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 hold on. Because Universal's parent company is should still be GE. I don't know if they. No, it's Comcast. Yeah, it's Comcast. Yeah. Yeah. So there are rumblings that Warner Brothers Pictures could potentially be sold, with Universal Pictures leading the candidate to make the purchase. Warner Brothers Pictures is currently a part of Warner Brothers Discovery, which has Discovery and the Mac streaming service under its control. 
DC Studios is also part of Warner Brothers, and it's the focus of a new feature that delves into some behind-the-scenes drama regarding Aquaman and the Last Kingdom. Inside the Variety article is a reference to those on the Warner Brothers lot who believe the studio will be sold within the next two years with Universal, the most likely candidate. I, it doesn't make sense to me that no. Discovery would buy this thing and hold on to it for such a short period of time. And they haven't even pumped it up yet. They, they're actually, after the last couple of years, it's it's on a downslope. They need some real wins well, before they can try and make money off of this thing. It goes on to say that Zaslav... Okay, so here's the quote from the article. The bottom line is they need to get DC to work whether Zaslav owns it, whether Brian Roberts owns it, whether somebody else owns it, said Lightshed's Rick Greenfield, a Wall Street analyst and venture capitalist. The article also discusses how there is confusion regarding who is really calling the shots for DC Studios. For example, Kevin Feige is the mastermind behind Marvel Studios and its creative output, whether that's a feature film in theaters or a series on Disney+. Meanwhile, Gunn and Safran on the co-CEOs of DC Studios, but Max also has a hand in creative as well. However, a Max source did state that the collab between Gunn, Safran, and Max executives Sarah Aubrey and Casey Bloy has been seamless so far. So, I could see them selling DC. I could absolutely see Warner's getting rid of that albatross. They're going. I listen. The way it sounds is, just Joe's about to produce. This has been a, an ongoing debate for like three years. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Could, I could see with the amount of streamlining Zaslav has done that it absolutely is setting up for a sale. I don't so, know about the whole catalog. That just seems crazy to sell the whole thing. The, so Zaslav said in 2022 that we are not for sale, but of course all the other stuff in, in recent years, recent events, definitely could have changed that. And Warner Brothers, when was the last actually hit for Warner Brothers? Let's see. Did they have Barbie? That is a good question. Yeah, Bar- Barbie is theirs. No, no, it's not. No, Barbie's not theirs. Uh, Universal. Barbie's Universal. Really? Nope. Barbie was Warner Brothers. Was it? Yep. Warner yeah. Brothers Pictures, distributed by. Why okay. did I think that that was going on Peacock then? I haven't heard shit about it coming to prepaid streaming. Oppenheimer was universal. Okay. okay. The other way around then. Yeah. So. because their only hits have nothing to do with DC now. That's why I'm right. thinking yeah. if they're going to cut any fat, they're not going to get rid of everything. Because that's a lot of potential to get rid of. They, have, they seem to be banging their heads with DC. So I could see them selling that with the contracts that, that right. Gunn Listen, and Efron have. They sold the CW and that was a fucking moneymaker. I don't understand the business enough. I'm just saying, like it's the same situation. That was that was a fucking hitmaker for them, dude. All their good stuff was coming out of TV, and then they just fucking up and sold the channel. But now that they did, well, they did have a hit movie. But you know yeah, but what? you're talking you're talking about the network that was printing money for them. They had Vampire Diaries. They had the One Tree Hill shit. They had the early WB stuff. They had. 
Smallville, Berlanti, all the Berlanti shows, the entire fucking Arrowverse was running their whole fucking TV schedule. Supernatural. Uh, what am I trying to say? Stock prices. While Joe, I'm actually. While Joe, stock prices or whatever. Let's head into food news because Kyle's back and we need to still do a tournament. Kettle Brand Chips announced a tailgate edition with a seven-layer dip kettle potato chip. Sounds interesting, right? Uh, For those of you that are looking for early cardiac arrest, Red Bull is putting out the pear cinnamon winter edition flavor this season. Persimmon? Pear and cinnamon. Okay. Weird combo. Yeah. Uh, Old El Paso Fiesta Twists launched a salsa verde flavor. There's a Mean Girls Coffee Mate Creamer coming out in January. It's limited edition pink frosting. Hershey's is dropping a line of uh, chocolate-covered fruits. They're going to have a Hershey's frozen fruit blueberry, a Hershey's frozen fruit raspberry. They're covered in, in chocolate. A Hershey's cookies and cream covered strawberry and Reese's frozen fruit banana slices covered in peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, that's a good one. Sign me up for those motherfuckers. It's going to kill my... I think we all know I'm getting the banana ones. It's going to kill my GERD, but, you know, whatevs. Fresh fruit? Not the fresh fruit, the peanut butter. No, but like... They're frozen. It's frozen. Okay, alright. That makes a lot of sense. I got it, but I'll work out. Yeah. So, doing some little research and producing, um, going back to 2014, their share prices are freaking low, like the lowest they've been since 2017. Yes, it's bad. Actually, lower than that. Wait, as Warner's its own... Yeah, Warner Brothers is its own company. So, it's trading... It's trading its own stock, though the majority is owned by Discovery, I guess. I think I owned some of their stock for a little while, actually. So they, I guess when Discovery bought them or something, when they merged, which was back in, what, 2021, when that all happened, because they peaked at, like, 75.95 a share. Well, now it's it's, it's a combined stock. It's Warner Brothers Discovery. It's down to like ten dollars a share right now. Like it's there. You you can see it looks like a freaking. It looked like an awesome mountain range, up until twenty twenty three, and then it's like, yeah, we're gonna be down. Awesome. Yeah, after they started doing all the cuts to everything. Yeah, yeah, it's reflected in that. But yeah, sorry, just doing a little research. Go on, Cheetos pretzels. In Cheddar and Flamin' Hot are coming to a store near you shortly. So, you know, in case you ever wanted Cheetos-flavored pretzels, get your shit on. M&M's Toasty Vanilla will be dropping this Christmas season. Hopefully it tastes better than the fucking toasted s'mores, because that sucked ass. Yeah, that was a letdown. Hubba Bubba Mini Gum is launching its Skittles flavors. 
So essentially, Skittles gum is coming back via Hubba Bubba. In all the classic flavors, strawberry, orange, lime, grape, and lemon. Cheetos Popcorn Flamin' Hot Cinnamon Sugar. Dropping this holiday season. Way too many words. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. I know. The, the label on that probably looks terrible. It's dense wording. It's a lot, of, it's a lot going on. Coca-Cola Spiced is dropping for the holidays. A raspberry spiced flavored Coke. Sprite, I'll try it. Sprite I Chill. Of, I want to try it. Yeah, I'll try it. Sprite Chill is coming 2024. It's Cherry Lime Sprite. So it's a... We call it. A, Shirley Temple? The Temple, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Ish. And you might want to get yourselves to your local Wawa or whoever serves Icy's because Fruit Loops flavored Icy is about to be a thing. I do believe that. Yeah. That, maybe the movie theater. Yeah. It's the only other place I can think of. I gotta, just like the Pop-Tarts, I have to try it. Gotta try yeah, it. I, 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 uh, I don't have high hopes for that one. I do. Because that's the one flavor they seem to be able to turn anything into. Yeah. It works perfectly on Pop-Tarts. I think they're going to keep the record going. I, uh, I have a douche of the week. I only have a nerd. So at least both bases, bases are covering. Uh, let's see. Simply Sweet Cupcakes is the name of the bakery responsible for not delivering my sister's wedding cake. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that's some douchey territory right there. Actually, that's more than douchey territory. That's like, yeah. And, douchey uh, abyss. Whilst we were at the Oktoberfest yeah. over the weekend, they had, a, they had a stand there. They sure did. Um, so my sister sends me the email from the dude who ran the venue for her wedding. Uh, it's the email he was sending to them and he reaches out to Jack and Gina of Simply Sweet Cupcakes. Uh, and he, he goes, uh, I'm pretty sure you know what this is about. So I'll keep it brief and to the point one, please return the full payment of two eighty seven fifty. Uh, the check number, and he names the number, I'm not going to say that clearly, that we made to Simply Sweet Cupcakes. This payment was for the event date of 9-30-23, the Higgins-Shire wedding. Uh, two, reason for our refund request, your lack of providing the services that Eastland Golf Course and the Higgins family paid for. More specifically, not providing us the four-tier cake that was purchased for the wedding. We're also asking for an additional $200 for the out-of-pocket expense that Eastland Golf Course covered to supply the Higgins wedding with supplementary cakes. Not what they wanted on their wedding day, but we ran around at the last minute, put something together so we had something to present for photos and the cake cutting ceremony. As I'm also requesting a full refund to the Higgins and Scherer family for your lack of services on their wedding day, not providing what we all paid for, their four-tier wedding cake. 
The total reimbursement to Eastland Golf Course of four hundred and eighty-seven fifty can be paid in check made payable to Eastland Golf Course. Mailed to the address below. Again, not going to say it. Please let us know when we can expect refund payments. In closing, your company's disregard and lack of customer service for one of the most important and sacred events goes beyond comprehension. I hope for the future that you treat your customers and catered events as a top priority, take pride in your work, and provide the services that your customers paid for. Being overlooked for scheduled meetings, twice, was something we can look past, but failing to provide this couple their wedding cake on their wedding day is inexcusable. Now the plot thickens. You didn't exactly keep that short. I, I need wait, to wait, 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 wait. So they had scheduled meetings with this place, and they were ignored twice prior to them not providing the cake? Yes. Damn. Like, that's a massive red flag. Yes. Is there a contract? No. This to... Hold on. We're not done. So they email back the guy, and he forwards it to my father. Now it is at this point that I am made aware that on top of the 200-something deposit from Eastland, my father paid $825. How much? $825. Plus plus $250 for the cake altogether. So, $1,050, if my math serves me correctly, uh, for this wedding cake that was not at the wedding. So they respond, and they're like, we launched an internal investigation. It is absolutely uh, irresponsible and, and blah, 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 that we, whatever happened with the cake. However, we cannot provide you a refund as we dropped off 125 cupcakes. No. Yeah, see, that's where I also went. Nah, bro. They didn't order cupcakes. They ordered a four-tier cake. And, like... You fucked up. You just tried to save face. So, like, you definitely owe that money back. Because you didn't provide the service and product as specified in your contract and paid for. Uh Right? Has has anyone ever bought an $8 cupcake? No. Because I just... (laughs) Yep. Have you bought an $8 cupcake? Uh, I don't know if it was eight dollars, but yeah, the one crumbs in uh, Hoboken. Eight dollars. They have an eight dollar cupcake. So I don't know if it was eight dollars. I know it was more than I would have liked to have paid for that cupcake. Like, Either like, way, I could, I, I like, I top out like five dollar cupcake. Even that's, that's even that's a lot. I know. Did did anyone who had the cupcakes there think they amounted to even five dollars? That's the thing. The cupcakes came so late; they were never set out at the dessert table. Good. Another job well done by uh, was that Sim- simply sweet? Uh, I believe. Yeah, it's it's simple. <laughs> I I believe that's the name of it. Let's just one more time. Let's just get the. Simply Sweet Cupcakes, yes. Okay, good. To which, after all this, I make the wisecrack to my father. You know, you could have paid me half of that and I would have done the fucking cake. <laughs> it's true. Actually, you could have just paid me a hundred bucks and I, I still would have made profit off of making a four-tier cake. So, uh, uh, to, to shed a little more light on, on how much of a fucking rip-off wedding cakes are... Uh, as someone who's in the baking business, uh, 
let's say, a four-tier cake, and even with some kind of fancy-ass filling, bake time, about, I'd say, and, and let, I'm saying high-end stuff here. So, like, guitared chocolate, the highest form of chocolate you can use out there, like, the, the, the name brand, right? And, like, you know, fresh fruit fillings, yada, yada, yada. Maybe 150 Maybe. Per layer? No. For a four-tier? For a four-tier. And that's, like, paying a cake decorator... Like seventy five bucks out of that. Over a thousand dollars is what they paid. It's a painful racket. A thousand dollars. When we were when we were at Oktoberfest, I popped my head into uh, a a little tent for a a small batch bakery just to like compare prices because sometimes I feel like I, I'm overpriced. No, I'm really fucking cheap. Like, real fucking cheap. Uh, might have to adjust your rates. No, 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 I'm not gonna, because I plan on my low rates making me enough money, because I do make good money off of it, uh, to just stomp out the fucking competition. Ruthless aggression. I have a question, John Cena. Yeah. Um, how, how far along, in terms of... Um, products to be made uh would you need to switch over to like an actual like full kitchen like outside of your own house like how much money do i need like how much work not necessarily money but like how much work do you need to be doing in order for it to not make sense to be doing it in your house anymore i guess i guess if i was like if I was fulfilling baked good orders daily for like businesses, I would say then yes, I would need a, a bigger workspace. But like I'm at the capacity now where on top of when I did the Marlin, which was a 300 person d- dinner, I was I had other orders and I was still comfortably fine, exhausted, fucking tired. But like, yeah. but fine. Like I, I have the space. My house is big enough. I have the storage. Right. But like, yeah. If I was like putting out dozens of cinnamon rolls and cookies and shit daily for different businesses, then yeah, I would need a, I would need a bigger place just for space. True. <laughs> I do have two, two kitchens. So it uh, it does help. And it gets my cardio when I'm running up and down the fucking stairs all day long. I have four refrigerators. Things yeah. already set up. Yeah. Like, it is very easy for me to run this type of business out of my house now. There you go. Um, but, so if anybody out there wants wedding cakes, sinfulcreationsbyjustin.com, just contact me. I talk about it. I will make you a fucking wedding cake. For way less than you're getting charged by all these other fucking assholes. It's and the wedding markup, right? Huh? 
the wedding markup that they do. Anything in the Dude, wedding industry that's, is at least doubled. That, I'm, I'm telling you, 150 yeah. tops. And $1,000. What, what's the markup on that? Like, me, for example, like, I, I'm not really privy on spending, like, 20K on a wedding. That sounds fucking bonkers. I mean, it's, it'll be, it's a, depending on what you do, it's, it's close to that. Oh, this. I, uh, I, I can tell you now that, like, DJs are, are where I draw the line. I think they're completely overpriced. Even, even as good as our DJ was, and he was cheap. I still think we paid him too much to essentially do what anybody can do from a Spotify playlist. Yeah, me too. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that guy. Yeah, Kelly Kelly's wedding guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, we know. Um, I wonder why. It de- like you could find really good caterers. Our caterer was relatively. No, I'm not. I don't want to say cheap because he wasn't, but like it was on par. That like, regardless if it was a wedding or like a birthday party, the prices were dead even. Just food. he was a scumbag. He wasn't a scumbag now. Yeah, that's what's most important. They yeah. really do. They see wedding and they just gouge. Our venue, we lucked out with. Like that dude has no idea what kind of gold mine he's sitting on for. For weddings, because I can tell you we only paid $1,200 for that whole place for the whole fucking weekend. <laughs> that's surprising. Yeah. That's that's a shoot, brother. 1200 in most places wouldn't even cover the rooms for one night. Yeah. The whole place, that whole fucking weekend. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure he's realized... What he was sitting on, and he's probably boosted it since then. But he's a very down to earth, very rich man, so it's not like he was trying to f- make a shit ton of money. Maybe that's his good deed, just renting the place out yeah. at a. a but like, rate. I, I tell anybody, the Eagle Manor man in in wherever the fuck we were in Jersey, like they probably should have gotten that. They probably should be like, yeah, let's go back there. It was such a great time the first time. Cheap. Cheap. Your dad would have been happy. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then I would have just recommended our fucking caterer, too, because the guy was awesome. The food was great. Spend half of what he spent on this thing on just an absurd amount of alcohol. Pay someone to dole it out. That was the thing. We had to buy our own booze and get... But our caterer offered uh, bartenders, so... Our, our wedding was cheap. Like, we did that wedding... Well under 10K. That's surprising. The ambiance was done by hand by most of us. So it yeah. gave it that, that really good look. And the shit you had to spend money on by modern standards, you did. But got that at a reasonable rate. I didn't expect to hear 1200 for that place. Like I never thought about how much it was. But as you brought it up today, I thought it was at least 2500 Probably closer to five. And your mom and dad helped with it. No, Joanne paid. Joanne paid for it. It was twelve hundred bucks. That's pretty beautiful. It was exactly as much as our fucking DJ cost us. That's insanity. And our DJ was cheap. 
Wait, what was his monster that he did? Eagle Manor. Oh. That's crazy to think about. That doesn't make any sense. Wait, how much was Eagle Manor? 1200 <laughs> What? 1200 You're never going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a Mobius strip of wedding yeah. right now. Uh, all right, let's, let's just... We're uh, still going to hold another episode, kids. <laughs> If you want to have a cute little laugh, go to fatbearweek.org. Today is the last day of voting, so by the time you're listening to this, you won't be able to get it in. But if you want to see the size changes from Alaska's Katmai National Park, the bears putting on their hibernation weight, it's interesting. If you're into that kind of naturalistic shit, or you just want to look at fat bears, <laughs> fatbearweek.org. I like to look at fat bears, but not that guy. We know. <laughs> Kyle, it's your thing. I love it. What, being a fat bear or my turn to talk? <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> All right. As always, if you like what you hear, you can like us on Facebook.com. Nerdies. Follow us on Twitter at Nerdies. Email us at Nerdies at gmail.com and check out Nerdies.com. While you're there, fuck yourselves and buy stuff at Nerdies.myspreadshop.com. And can't stop the rope drop.myspreadshop.com. Get your Halloween stuff. Get all your shirts. Get your hoodies. Whatever the fuck else you want. Sinful Creations by Justin.com. C I N N F U L Creations by Justin.com. To get really good price baked goods. And like I said, I'm a lot cheaper for wedding cakes than apparently other cupcake places. And they'll get there. Yes, guarantee. Alright. Probably. That is that. This is uh, Oh, that's YouTube, Joe. Uh, subscribe to Nerdies, youtube.com slash nerdies. Hit the bell to get notified when new content is coming. New content is coming, including nerd ETs and some wrestling promos. Yeah, how long are we on that? Uh, those are really easy. I just need a graphic in the beginning. Right, cool. And yeah, they look beautiful, actually. Uh, I look beautiful. They, your your lipstick pops in 4K. We got every core and every crevice because we were right underneath the light. Yeah, they. I had makeup yeah, on though. Every every you know, I thought everybody did a great job at that one. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, so it's coming. Uh, if you want to give us a budget, write to us at nerdies at gmail Give us money. We'll croon. We'll spoon. We'll plug your business and or product. Joe, we got any live shows coming? We do. Uh, October 30th, that's a Monday, the day before Halloween. We are doing another live stream. Uh, interact with us on youtube.com slash nerdies. Hit that bell to get notified when that is coming. Chat with us. We have a chat. Great. Uh, that's it. The opinions of Nerdies crew are idiotic. Like Pull it out. I don't want to collect my farm or sell it price. One of these days I'll get it done right fast. Okay. Bye. Bye. Why should I care? Hmm.